We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Greg Olson, and I'm thrilled to introduce my new podcast, TE1. TE1 will chronicle a 60-year evolution of the tight end position, from its origins as an obscure, overlooked blocking role to the versatile superstar position that it is today. I'll explore the evolution of the position through conversations with some of the all-time game-changing tight ends. And just like the incredible tight ends we sit down with on my new show, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. This truck is all about grit, strength, and dependability. The same attributes it takes to be a tight end. Hello and welcome to the Esports Biz Show. I'm your host, Justin Jacobson. This week we'll be discussing esports player development. Just as a disclaimer, nothing here is intended as legal advice. It's all the information is for educational purposes only. This week's guest is Bill Freeman. Bill is a former gamer turned creator of Pure Skill GG. Pure Skill GG is an automated AI-powered video game coach. Bill has a PhD in physics from University of California. He's previously a data scientist at Lowe's Home Improvement, as well as consulted on AI projects for NASCAR Gaming. Thanks for joining us. Uh, thanks for having me. And just a quick correction, that wasn't NASCAR Gaming. It was for real NASCAR. Um, ah, that's why I meant NASCAR <laughs> Racing, yes. NASCAR Racing, not NASCAR Gaming. Yes, yeah, so yes, exactly. He was helping the NASCAR racing guys on their AI product. So like I said, he's a very smart man with his PhD and starting off, he keeps me on track. So I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, um, thanks for thanks for having me on. My pleasure. So, you know, to briefly introduce the topic, we're now exploring esports player development. So in addition to traditional techniques where, you know, maybe a professional gamer or coach or an analyst really studies a gamer's gameplay to kind of give them feedback. You know, that's typically how most esports teams and organizations operate. However, there's also been an emergence of computer automated and AI artificial intelligent programs that actually analyze and break down a player's gameplay even further and provide all these really in-depth analytics on kind of what you do. So, you know, now we know a little bit about esports player development. 
Tell us a bit about your previous gaming and work experience. Um, sure. Yeah, like you said, uh, background is a PhD in physics, studied uh, galactic outflows, uh, you know, just whatever. And, um, uh, you know, I'm sure like most people you've had on, it's just like as growing up, you know, video games were a big part of my life. Started with the Nintendo 64, my, me and my brothers uh, picked up Counter-Strike in like uh, 2002 or something like that. Um, and then when I went off to college, I got a little bit competitive in CS Source. Um, so the predecessor to the current CSGO. And um, so I was pretty competitive in that, but like, uh, you know, competing in leagues and, uh, you know, Cal uh, was one of the first seasons of SIVO. Um, and then when I went to grad school, so this was 2011 is when I went to grad school, I picked up Dota, Dota 2. Mm -hmm. So it's competitive, like on competitive teams in Dota. And then, uh, since I was technically a college student, I played on the Overwatch Kaliga team at UCR and won 10 bucks. So, you know, ah, big, that was big, big wins back then. (laughs) Yeah. And then, uh, you know, moved on to go, did it competitive for a little bit but uh really i just sort of uh you know i'm taking it more casually now but on the side i was also uh you know an active participant in these uh csgo learning channels and subreddits and uh, sort of discussions and a lot of players were uh you know just saying i can't i can't get better i'm stuck i'm stuck in uh you know the the phrase elo hell i'm stuck (laughs) um and so I would look at their gameplay. I would just look at it, you know, as a coach would and say, you know, this is what you do, this, 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 and that. And then I began to look at a lot of these people and realized there was some consistency in their mistakes. And um, yeah, that was sort of the, the inspiration of pureskill.gg. I think I may have gone off the rails there a bit, but. Well, yeah, so, you know, <laughs> that kind of leads into, you know, the next topic. So tell us a little about pureskill.gg. Like, you know, why was it formed and what is it? Uh, right, so it started off as a sort of uh, a summer project to go from the physics PhD into uh, data science, and in making this in in sort of just exploring this data. Okay, so let me back up. When when you go from physics to data science, you generally take on a couple of like projects to say, okay, you know, instead of physics, I can apply these skills to data science, and there are these sort of standard projects like classifying flowers, predicting housing prices, finding fraudulent credit card. Uh, transactions. So these were nice. I got the I got through them, but none of them were really that interesting. And so I said, okay, let me look at video games. Is there anything there? And there's. So I went through sort of exploring Counter Strike data and trying to figure out is there you know is there any data here? Is there any information we can get out of this? And so it was basically me doing that sort of project and saying, oh, okay, there's a lot of data here. There's everything you could possibly want. Um, as somebody who looks at data. Okay. And so, yeah, yeah, so just to kind of, you know, break it down a little. So, we're saying, okay, you know, you're kind of looking at this data that the CSGO game gives you on how a player performs, and you're looking for these patterns and essentially looking at the data like a scientist, trying to find similar things that people do, similar, you know, differences between them. And, you know, it kind of helped you move over to this. Right. I think it, it was basically there is enough data there to help people automatically to to find these mistakes in the data. Uh, Where it's just like 
60% of people make these three mistakes. So like chances are you're making them too. Well, it's so we, um, that, that is, uh, yeah, I mean the, the whole hard part is, is basically going in and coaching people and saying, okay, what are the mistakes? And then can I detect that in the data? Can I detect the mistake in the data? And then afterwards I can look at it and say, oh yeah, okay, you know, 60% of silver players make this mistake, but only 10% of global elites, globally being the best CSGO rank, silver being the worst. So it's, so you can see that, okay, yes, this is a mistake because it's decreasing with rank, right? Does that make sense? Yeah, that less, uh, as you get higher up the rankings, you have less times where you make this mistake. Right, right, right. Okay, so who's kind of the intended user for, you know, pure skill? Is it meant for a professional gamer or just more of a casual guy? I think that uh, the way that we're building this is to try to mimic that sort of uh, coaching experience. And so we we have to sort of build this up mistake by mistake. Um, and the easiest ones to find are the most common mistakes. And so we can, we're really helpful to people at the low, lowest ranks. We're pretty helpful in the mid ranks. And then as you reach the higher ranks, it's still useful um, in a certain way. But then once you become you know, a top tier, close to being professional, I, I don't think an AI system, uh, this automated system will push you to that next level. There's a lot to bring you to that level. And anybody who says their automated system will help you go pro, will make you go pro, uh, is is lying to you. Certainly, this will help you, you know, get out of silver. But yeah, it'll put you on your path. It'll help you start fixing mistakes early on that might prohibit you from going forward. Right, and I think the the statistic right now is something like thirty five percent of people who game want to go pro, or at least have said in a survey, "Yeah, I'd go pro. I would. I would want to go pro." <laughs> and mm. you know, that's. We can help 30% of players, even if they're the top 30%. <laughs> um, it's the top like 1% where we start to fall off. Yeah, I mean, that, I guess that makes sense that it's one of these things where the difference between, you know, college football and NFL football is like, you know, there's just a lot more players, a lot more teams. You know, the starting running back on every team isn't always going to make the NFL. So you could really, there's just a bigger subset to help people as they're developing. So, you know, I think that if you're a 13, 14 year old kid who's like, OK, maybe I do want to go professional because I love this game. You'll be able to start getting these common mistakes that you won't start making them anymore. And it'll really kind of help your development to where you can then focus on these next more intricate strategies and different ways that the pros kind of approach it. Right. Yeah, I think, um, uh, you know, you have to you have to start somewhere. Right. And a lot of people spend hundreds, thousands of hours in the lowest ranks. And that's a frustrating experience, even if you don't want to, you know, if you don't have pro aspirations, you don't want to be the the one who gets picked last on the dodgeball team, per se. Right. <laughs> it's like in 2K, no one wants to be in there with the 70 overalls if you're a 95. Right. Yeah. So mm -hmm. so because gaming is so social, there's a social pressure to actually be good at these competitive multiplayer games. Because mm -hmm, people don't want to play with the kid that can't get the shot, like me. Right, you're you're a liability, um, and it feels bad. And then, it, like if the, if all if everybody's friends are at different skills, it, there's this weird tension, and it's not fun for everybody. So if everybody could, you know, fix these sort of obvious mistakes that PureSkill.gg can find and help, and say, okay, you know, like it, the things that we find are like, uh, for instance, 
uh, on the first round in Counter-Strike, you should buy something, literally anything, any piece of equipment, particularly armor or an upgraded pistol or grenade or diffuse kit, anything would help you win that round immensely. 35% of players in silvers in the silver rank don't buy anything on the first round. 35%. And why is that? It's just because they think they got to save it or is it just because they don't know they should? There's no, there's no viable reason to save on the first round. Um, I've checked with numerous, numerous people who are very good at the game. Um, okay. Well, you hear it on the record. Uh, <laughs> I can't confirm or deny it, but you know, he does have a PhD, so I'll defer to him on <laughs> matters that I don't know. Well, yeah. And, and, um, but we can look at that percentage and say, okay, well, you know, 3% of globals don't buy anything on the first round. And one part of that data set is we didn't throw away people who were like AFK and just weren't at their computer to buy things. So like everybody's buying something on the first round. And so when you use our system, it'll tell you, you know, yeah, you, you need to you need to buy something. We detected this and here's a perfectly good guide on why you should, what you should buy on the first round and go fix that. And then I, I think another reason is that uh, the advice that people get out of forums is extremely bad. Hmm. And so, so the, watching a YouTube video isn't going to help me get better. Is that what you're saying? The YouTube videos are fine. It's actually the forums that are a problem. Somebody comes in with a specific issue. The advice is always go practice your aim, go practice your headshots only death make, deathmatch re, retake server. And I'm like, if this person bought armor on most rounds, they would actually rank up. Right, like the the issues that they're trying to solve are their own issues that that they're trying to like. So these ex gameplay mechanics, not really like being able to precisely kill someone, just like how you actually play the game. Right, without a without looking at somebody's specific issue, the general advice is very bad. Um, uh, oh, I I don't want to say like very bad. It's just not. It's not as effective as it could be. It's yeah, um, exactly. Right. Doing doing some simpler fixes will help a lot more than this very complicated, like moving and shooting in Counter-Strike is, is a complicated dance. But figuring out if you should buy armor is like a very simple decision. Yes, no. And mm -hmm. if you fix if you fix that, then then you can work on the other stuff. Right. It's a matter of prioritizing the easiest things to fix, which is <clears throat> what we do. <laughs> it's Sunday, 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 and they're coming back to the NFL with NFL Sunday Ticket.tv. You can stream every live out-of-market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices, plus Red Zone and Direct TV Fantasy Zone channels. Never miss your favorite teams or favorite players. No matter where you live, NFLSundayTicket.tv is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use promo code BLUEWIRE. And also, guys, you've counted on restaurants. Now they're counting on you. And while their dining rooms may be closed, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right to your door, and ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with a new contactless delivery drop-off setting. We use DoorDash at the office all the time to get lunch from people like Chipotle, Wendy's, and hundreds of other options. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery, too. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local spot, and your food is on its way. 
Right now, our listeners can get $5 off with zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and use code BLUEWIRE. That's $5 off and your zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code BLUEWIRE. Don't forget that's code BLUEWIRE for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. So how does it work? How do you kind of get the data? How does, you know, potential user actually do this all? Um, yeah, so when you play Counter-Strike, there's an API. So you have to send us, you have to link your Steam account on our website and you link your API key. And then we automatically download all your matches and we automatically extract on average 40 million data points per match. And then we have software that says, did you buy anything on the first round? <laughs> if, if, if no, not, then you need to do that. Yeah, if not, tell them that they should. And then so like if for economy, it's it's a very sort of uh, it's a very strict sort of system that we've built without uh, you know uh, fancy machine learning or these other uh, you know deep learning, machine learning, reinforcement learning. It's just like should you have bought armor this round? Here's in my mind what I do. And then I just encoded that in the software for other stuff like uh, grenades or for smoke grenades, counter-strike players will line up and throw very precise smoke grenades. And sometimes players will line up close, but not quite correctly. It'll throw their grenade and it will miss. And so we do that. We do stuff like clustering to find, you know, hundreds of grenades on the eight different active maps in counter-strike and say, okay, did you try to throw this one? Was it close and not quite right? Was there a gap in it? Um, and so there's there's more automated stuff um, for for other branches. So it's uh, it's all really exciting. Interesting. So like, how many matches do you have to play for you to have like comparable data on the first one? Okay, so you only have to play one round, and it can just be like, okay, you made these mistakes. A lot of other people do. So chances are you're making it in more games, and you don't even know it. Yes, our our goal was to. Our goal was to make a system similar to the demo review process, the one that I was doing by hand before. And I can look at one match and tell you what you're doing wrong and try to point out the most important things and uh, tell you how to fix them. And I, I can do that with one replay. You know, you didn't buy armor. That's easy to see. You threw the smoke and missed it. That's easy to see in one replay. Um, so we don't, we, we're not taking a statistical approach, which is how a lot of our competition is. So that's why we don't need many, many matches. We just need one. And yeah. so what's the difference between, you know, some of the other kind of AI or computer programs out there that do similar things? Well, I've seen I've seen them. I, I, OK, so the two sort of big sort of competition for us are these more or less statistics based services. So they'll tell you, OK, you you threw a statistically low number of smokes this match per round than other players at your rank. Now, when I was giving advice, I never would have said anything close to that. I may have noticed, oh, you, you like don't throw smokes very often. You should throw them more. They help a lot. And here's how you do it. But just like telling me that I need to throw more smoke grenades or I, you know, you team flash slightly more than average. So you should watch that. It's like, no, look at this specific flash. It hit your teammate, yes but it hit behind your teammates. So it only partially blinded them and it full blinded the opponent, but your teammates still lost. Like that's their fault. Um, and the, uh, see the other end of the spectrum was uh, people doing this for pro teams. 
this sort of very, very careful analysis. So they would actually look at individual player habits, I believe. I don't know. I'm not subscribed to them, but uh, some other services will just like dive into the pro data and say, you know, these are the tendencies of this professional player. And here's how you counter that, which is useful for the pros. And they pay, I assume, a lot of money for that, but that's not what the general public kind of needs. So what do you feel like, you know, an automated AI can do that maybe an individual can't? Is it just the time that they can do things or just, you know, the level that they can look at things? I think it's there's a lot of it when you're when you're at the, the like when you're at the level that this would help. It it happens, you know, it gives you feedback nearly instantly, so like within 10 minutes of finishing a match. Um it will look at all of the aspects of your game. Rather than like, sometimes I'll, I'll be looking at someone who's like, oh, I forgot to mention this other issue you had. Like, the, it'll notice all of them. And then it can do this uh, sort of numerical sorting, considering, you know, how difficult that thing is to fix, uh, how bad you were at it in the game, how relevant it is to like your play style. And it, it'll sort through that numerically and just give you the, you know, top six that you want to fix. Okay, cool. So, do you think that, you know, AI and computer analytics systems like this are going to really just, you know, take over and dominate the industry? Or is there still even room and room for humans like coaches and analysts to help pros get better? I think there's room for both. Definitely. Once you get to the high end, like the professional level, you need your own personal human coach. The AI systems aren't going to be that great. Mm-hmm. Uh, either that or you're reviewing it yourself. Um which I think most most pros are good enough to just review their own footage. Um, what about for like you know semi pros and even youth? Do you think that I'm, I know there's definitely going to be development of like you know gaming camps, whether it's like you know Fortnite pros teaching high school kids how to play Fortnite better? Do you think that's going to be incorporated in these kind of camps, where it's like okay, in addition to the CS:GO camp, we will be able to give you documented feedback and as a coach. We're actually going to be able to help you implement and be like, oh, well, you know, again, this is where you should put it or these kind of things. Um, well, yeah, I think one important thing to note is that we're even though we call it an AI coach, we don't really develop that relationship that a coach athlete has. And if you've ever played sports, that can be incredibly valuable. And where we ha- we help is, you know, this, the very basic mechanics of the game where the coach if the coach has any experience, they've fixed the same issue hundreds of times, and that can get frustrating. So we really want them to dive into, you know, the psychology and, uh, you know, things we can't see, like, uh, oh, your um, okay, you know, good. Communication. So it's not over. The coaches and human beings will be able to still be around. Right. Yeah. <laughs> good. That's what I like to hear. Um, yeah. There's there's a place for both, and I think we complement each other. Yeah, exactly. It's like they give you the data and then you now as a coach look at it and be like, okay, well, these are things that you could be doing and we can fix it. And as my job as a coach is to tell you every time you don't do it, hey, man, you should have threw a smoke or, you know, make sure you buy that, you know, just these simple things that maybe you're just not even thinking about because you're worrying about so many other things. Right. Yeah, like the the psychological aspects is something we can't really touch on with this AI. Um sort of system okay so you know just kind of going back to the system is there anything really you know unique special that you guys provide that maybe others don't that you kind of look at that you find is more important 
than it might appear to be? Um, so I think one thing that's that's been a bit surprising is that skill appears to be linear with rank in in Counter-Strike. Meaning we look, what? We look at these mistakes that they make and the rate is just linear. And no, nobody knew why it would, you know, if it could be linear or not. But like, uh, so by that, I mean, so if I just put numbers to the ranks where rank number one is the worst, rank number 20 is the best. Like the difference between a rank number four and five is the same as the difference between a rank 17 and 18. Okay. Did I blow your mind? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, yeah, I'm just kind of thinking of it in terms of like the different levels. So like people that are go level, they're consistently making the same kind of mistakes. And as you go up levels, you're still those people at each level are making the same kind of mistakes. They're making less less of those mistakes. Less of those common mistakes that as you go up, your your smoke screens are better. Your flashes don't blind your opponent, your teammate. So it's like these common mistakes that the lower level guys are making aren't being made at the top level consistently among the people at that level. Um, kind of. Okay, <laughs> uh, whatever. That's good enough for me. I, I think that this is all really fascinating, and that's why I was excited to bring you on because you know this is what I think the future of all this, you know, esports gaming, just the whole scene in general, the business world. People are going to want to get better, whether it's to be better with your friends or even just to compete at the office pool. Like, I remember when everyone started to play Texas Hold'em, like, I wanted to be able to get good at it. And I read a book and I started, you know, doing it and I got much better at it. And, you know, I think that this is kind of that next level where you have a hobby that maybe you like. And it's really hard for you to sit there and might not have the time to look through hours of this or even know what to look for. But you Mm -hmm. can have something like this that could... You know, after one game, you play five games, you're really going to have an idea of what you're doing that's a similar mistake. And you just kind of, every time you're playing, like, okay, I got to do this. Oh, I got to do this. And these little changes will just help you get better at it, which will make it more enjoyable for you. That's exactly right. So you read, you said you read this book on Texas Hold'em hmm. just to play with your friends, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't have any, well, I don't know, but you probably don't want to go pro at poker, do you? Maybe. No. <laughs> I mean, it sounds cool. Like Rounders is a cool movie. <laughs> I mean, like a similar fashion, just like getting better. Ranking up is super fun. Yeah, because like you want to play with your frat brothers when you were at college. You wanted to at least under, you know, be better. Exactly. You just didn't want to just come and, like you said, nobody wants to play with you because you're not good or you don't know how to play good or, you know, you go to the black chat table and you hit on 16 or 17 and like everyone gives you that face like, no, you, you shouldn't do that usually, depending on what the dealer has. <laughs> yeah, this fool split tens. Uh, yeah, exactly. And he, so anyway, we're not so yeah, so I definitely understand why the need for this is, and I think that it's going to be very unique once you start being able to do it more often. So what's kind of the future? Where where is the company going? Uh, yeah, right. I mean, right now we are in a sort of closed alpha. We just released a new design of our app. We're working on a new design for our website to sort of match that. We really like the look and feel of that. Uh, but right now it's closed, but we're like very soon going to be opening up for uh, like within a few weeks, going to be opening our uh, sort of 2D demo viewer, 
which is a visualization of those 40 million data points that you've had. Uh, there are a few places you can, there are a few places you can pay for this kind of thing, like Noesis or Theorycraft, but that's our sort of free tier where you can get that for free. And then we're uh, in the next, uh, you know, very soon going to be releasing all of these assessments that we've had and we're working on very hard to get out to the people. We're just going through a bit of a uh, sort of closed testing phase with a few people. And then once that's through, it'll be very soon awesome. available to everybody. So, you know, just to kind of bring everything together, what do you think the future of AI and its use in esports and gaming is? Um, I think the, I mean, this coaching is very useful for, the sort of general public and helping out. I think AI can um, help some teams possibly discover new tactics because the AI can play the game for millions of years. I think that AI can help. I mean, there are already companies out there that are doing like AI generated highlights based on Twitch chat or something like that. Like there's, there's a lot of uh, broad uses for that in esports and I guess in general, um yeah <laughs> okay cool so yeah so it's definitely going to be a building industry and you know i'm excited to see where it goes so you know, maybe even ai casters who knows <laughs> oh man no you gotta keep humans employed um so yeah so i like to kind of culminate each episode with my three questions so you know what's your favorite game to watch i think i might have an idea but we'll see um yeah i mean counter-strike is probably really super fun to watch um i've actually been enjoying the chess streams lately if if you want to go okay go crazy because i used to play chess as a kid and i just sort of lost it and then it's like oh it's on twitch now it's kind of popular so that's fun yeah everyone loving that game so what's your favorite game to play do I do I have to say Counter Strike? Is that is it no? Kind of, it's not. <laughs> I've been I've actually been playing a bit of Warzone recently, but uh, I'll pull out pull out one single player game. Is that's uh, Spelunky? Uh, I sort of enjoyed figuring out okay. how to. I actually play on the keyboard, so everybody thinks that's weird. But um, so Spelunky is pretty fun. It's a roguelike platformer. If anybody's unfamiliar. Okay, cool. So, you know, so who's your favorite video game character? You know, Mario, Luigi, Pikachu, you know, whoever. Um, I think it's uh, probably just Link, Strong and Silent. Um, okay. I'm, I'm a fan. I'm definitely Zelda, Zelda fan. Um, yeah, I just uh, I think he had a big impact on me growing up. It's a lot of fun um, going through those games as a kid which I haven't actually played many of the recent ones because I don't have the hardware for it, but uh, looks like something I could get into later. Yeah, awesome. So, you know, thanks so much for joining us. This was extremely insightful. I know I'm going to have to go back and listen to it to pick up some stuff that you said, but, you know, tell them where they can find you. Yeah, we're all over uh, our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter is all it's pure skill GG. Right, so the whole thing is it's pure skill gg okay okay the, so the it's the it's is in there <laughs> that's um, important it's the pure skill gg there's no the Not, yeah exactly so you know this is the pure skill gg right here so make sure everybody check it out i think this is going to be some very interesting software and i think more and more games and companies are going to get into it i think that there's a whole market for 
people that are passionate about the game and maybe aren't looking to get to the top level but still want to be good enough. And, you know, this is definitely the direction of that. So, you know, thanks, everybody, again, for tuning in. Make sure to follow me on Twitter, JustinJESQ, and check Apple Podcasts for all past episodes. And finally, guys, the wait is over. Football is back. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get on every possible chance to win with this season. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get on in their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE on betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. For the ones who get going when the going gets tough, and the ones who know we're tougher together. For the Pathfinders breaking new ground, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as fast access to experts and 24 7 customer support. Because we know you have people depending on you, so you can always depend on us. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.